you're now listening to It's the Social Media by the Plus Mummy. Woo! <sighs> Welcome back, guys. It's your girl, the Plush Mommy. I am plush and I am a mommy. That is why I have that name. And it is another episode of It's Just Social Media, your podcast for all of you trying to do social media, think you can do social media, but somehow you're not doing the social media the way social media is meant to be done. Yes, I'm talking to you, grandma. Anyway, I'm so excited to have you guys back for the last episode of the You and the Tube series. All month of January, I think we're in, I don't know, day 75 of January. Honestly, it's like 75 weeks in this month. I can't understand it. But yes, This long behind month of January, we are going over all the things YouTube and all of the things that have to do with YouTube and how to grow your channel, how to start a YouTube channel, the equipment that goes into YouTube channels and everything that's in between. I made sure the last week I asked all of you to send me your questions and concerns about why and what it is about YouTube that scares you. I wanted to reach out to all of my Facebook friends, my Twitter friends, my Instagram friends and really learn what about YouTube is the thing that is making you nervous? So I went, I I asked the questions, and I got my answers. So we're going to answer the live Q&A today on this episode. Before we even get started, let's get some things out the way. If you're new to my channel, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome. I would love for you to go ahead and hit subscribe and join the Plush Mommy family. For those of you listening, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, don't go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can get notified for every new episode that comes out. I do have a new podcast episode every single week on Thursday. And of course, if you want to watch the full video, it is on Friday. And if you are not new to my channel, welcome back. I am so happy to have you. Welcome home, darling. I missed you. What's up? Um, so let's get started. So on Twitter, I only got one response on Twitter. To be honest with you, people don't like to tell me what the struggles they have on Twitter. It's just a thing. But then again, my Twitter persona, my Twitter persona is a little different than any other social media platform that I have. Flush Mommy on Twitter is a lot more relaxed, way more casual, and it just happens that way. So it is okay. It is what it is. I'm working on it. Don't judge me. I asked on Twitter, I said, What is the real reason you don't want to record video or do YouTube? The reasons I was given were narrowing topics under a central umbrella theme, the consistency factor, and not sure if she wants to be a person-centered brand. So the answers I gave were, one, if if you don't have one simple theme for your channel, it's okay. So let's start with the first one. Narrowing topics under one central umbrella theme. This channel, The Plush Mommy, actually does not have one central umbrella theme. I actually am a lifestyle vlogger, and that's kind of what I've put it under. Um, And the reason I set it up that way is because I like to do a lot of things. I am known to do just way too much. I bite off way more than I can chew and stress myself out unnecessarily all the time. So when it comes to your YouTube channel... Although it is important for you to have one central theme for YouTube, it's not necessarily okay. There are channels um, like Timothy De La Ghetto, a really good example. He has several different playlists on his channel that go into different themes of what he's into. He has skits, he has vlogs, he has mukbangs, like he eats food, and then he has other stuff. He does all these different videos on his channel. And he set he um, sets it up or separates them by playlist. So what you could possibly do if you're worried about 
wanting to do makeup, but also wanting to do hair, but also wanting to do business, but also wanting to do clothes, make your channel to have playlists with those different topics. That way you're not so concerned with, oh my God, it needs to be one central theme. Now, in the last video, I did say that if you're not going to do a central theme, you can put everything out there at first. But again, if you're seeing that one of the themes aren't being responded to the same as others, you might want to ease up off that theme just so you can, you know, not hurt your analytics too much and maybe do another channel with that theme or do it on a, a different platform. I am going to have another series for each social media platform. So next month we are going to get into the next platform and I'll tell you how you can do video for that. Video is accepted on almost every platform, so you can do video e elsewhere and even get monetized on other platforms like Facebook. So you don't have to really worry so much about the centralized theme. Maybe that video or that theme that you're putting on there with all the different themes, the one thing that isn't getting responded to the most might not be the thing you want to keep on YouTube and you might want to move it over to someplace else. And that's okay. That's fine with me. I totally understand how that works. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you not to do that. In terms of having a centralized theme, so let's say you have a centralized theme and it doesn't work. Try and look up different videos within the YouTube family and see what has been working within that theme. I guarantee you there is a video, there is a YouTuber out here that is doing a very good job or doing well or being monetized off of the theme that you want to do. Do not worry if the market is saturated with all the different YouTubers doing the same thing you're doing. Your story needs to be told and your story is just as important as the next person's story. Don't worry so much about putting yourself out there in the same market because something about you and your authentic self resonates with people and always, always, always people want to see something new, right? So it's not a really, it's not a bad thing if you are putting out that theme from you. So try and figure out the creative ways that you can share your story or share that theme to your audience and grow your audience. It's all about building a tribe and you can do that on your channel. Now, number two, the second question or the second concern was the consistency factor. Everybody tells me they don't know if they, they don't have the time to do videos once a week. With consistency, I implore you to batch your content. That way you don't have to worry so much about recording every week, but record all your videos at once. Pick out your outfits, change your outfits up. If you have hair that's changeable <laughs> and a little easier to like maneuver, change the hair up so that it looks like a different video each time. And, you know, maybe fix up the face different. I don't know. It's up to you. But do something different for each video, but record all of them at once. This is the fifth video that I've recorded today. Literally, this is my last video that I'm recording today. It is now 11 o'clock in the morning. I started recording my videos at eight o'clock this morning. I'm recording everything for the week and next week all at once today because I have a client meeting tomorrow. And I have another client meeting on Thursday, which means I'm not going to have the same amount of time to record like I did last week, which means I need to record everything in one sitting. It helps that way you can edit everything out, put it out and schedule your content. So you're not fussing over making sure the content is out every single week. Now, let's say you don't have that kind of time to sit down for four or five hours to record video. I completely understand that. So Consistency just means a regular posting. If you can't keep up once a week, 
Try once every other week. Try once a month. As long as you're telling people that you're going to deliver on these videos once a month or once every other week or once a week or twice a week or whatever, you are going to see a growth in your channel. Obviously, more videos a week are going to get faster growth than less videos a week or less videos a month. However, as long as the content is good and meaty, you really don't have to worry if you're doing one video a month that's great. Consistency doesn't mean frequency. Consistency just means regular posting at a certain time of the month. Now for the last one, she doesn't know if she wants to be a a person centered brand. That basically means a lot of people tell me, and a lot of those, a lot of you said stuff like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I don't like how I sound in front of the camera. I sound weird in front of the camera. My mouth is funny. My eyeball is shaped weird. I don't like my hair. I have to do makeup. I don't know how to do this. My teeth are broken. All kinds of weird excuses. Listen, you're going to need to be a little bit more confident in yourself. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't like my voice. You're talking to people every day. They hear your voice. They seem to like you. So therefore, other people are going to like your voice. My voice is super nasally, but also weirdly deep and gravelly. I don't know why. In this podcast alone, The sound also alters my voice even worse to sound hollow. And then on top of everything else, you can hear me breathing on the microphone. It's bananas. I can't stand it. However, people still listen to my podcast every week. People still watch my videos. And I'm not talking about my mama and my friends and them. People, legit people who I don't know are actual fans of my content. It's a thing. I didn't know it. Now, I'm not saying I got thousands of people listening to me. I ain't going to sit up here and lie to y'all. But I got people, strangers are emailing me and sending me messages about the stuff that I'm posting every week. So I know that this stuff is working. And I know that my voice is not driving all of you crazy. I know it. I'm certain of it. Once you get out of your own head, you will find that you can be in front of the camera. Now, let's just say you absolutely don't want to be the person in front of the camera. You can do an animated video. You can do infographics. There are apps out there. I will look them up and probably put them in the description box that give you the opportunity to put your like information in like animated form. That way you don't even have to worry about being seen at all. Now it might be a little bit more work, but creating animated GIFs or graphics actually might help you in your YouTube journey because there are YouTubers out there that you've never seen their face. There's an air of mystery about it. So you could try it that way and see what it, what it sounds like. Okay. I really think there's always a way, no matter what, to get the video because no matter what you have to do video, like the way social media is moving, video is key. Like you can't get around it. You can't get away from it. Video is all there, there is left to do in this world, but you know, you gotta do it. So sorry. So That's kind of where we are with that. Now, in terms of some other things I saw, there were some there were some people that met that said they were just fearful, straight up fearful. They were socially awkward. They don't have the time. I I actually the reason why I never went back and did more videos, even though I actually did a really good video and it really went well, was mainly because the comment section was atrocious. And a lot of people tell me that the reason that they're fearful is because they are afraid of like the negative comments. I'm not going to lie to you. If you don't have thick skin or you don't have 
a good handle on your mental health, it really is going to affect you if you see these negative comments. I get called fat at least once a week because I'm a plus size fashion blogger as well. The more you know notoriety I get, the more negative comments I'm going to get. And that's okay. I'm not really struggling with that because, you know, F you pay me. That's kind of like my motto. So it's whatever. You'll also be met with negative comments from former customers. If you did a bad job with a customer or a customer was unhappy with you, it's going to happen. You are not roti. You can't make everyone happy. Okay. For those of you who don't know what roti is, go ahead and look it up. It's delicious. Oh my goodness. So don't try and make everybody happy. Don't try and please everybody with these videos. Don't try and, and make whatever. Just build your tribe with the people that you have. You'll find that there are more positive people on the internet than there are negative. Granted, negativity sells more, but for as long as you're putting out your good, positive vibes and your full authentic self, you really don't need to worry so much. I promise you don't need to worry so much. So that fear, the only way to get over it is by doing it and continue doing it and really going at it every single week, regularly posting. and not just recording the video and keeping it for yourself, put it out there. Put it out there for your friends to see on Facebook. Test it out on Instagram. Check a clip out on Twitter. Then maybe just throw it on YouTube real quick. Just put it out there. Don't worry if you got five views, zero views, two views. Don't worry. Put it out there. And I can tell you this much, YouTube is a really great confidence booster. Video platforms in general, like having to regularly record these videos really help with the confidence factor. I'm not even going to lie to you. So I would implore you to try that out. Keep posting, keep, po keep a schedule going, not worry so much about how much views you're getting or how much things you're getting. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of effort just to have like five views. I understand that. But right now, if your biggest issue is fear and confidence, then your, your concerns of views and analytics can't be a part of it. You have to get over the fear. So right now, just posting the video is literally the best thing you can do. And that's okay. What the video looks like and how it looks and all the little things that you want to worry about, don't worry about all of those little things. Just get your content out there and start getting yourself comfortable in front of a camera. Okay? Socially awkward people. Um, someone said, I'm socially awkward and the camera captures all of that. Honey, boo. Listen, if you haven't noticed by now, I'm as socially awkward as it gets. <laughs> I have this weird boisterous laugh. I talk funny. I say weird things. I mumble. I say um five times a day. I talk with my hands. I'm weird. I'm a weird person. I'm a quirky person. That is literally just anybody who knows me knows that Nefertiti is quirky. Okay. I can dress well. I put my makeup on. I look the part. But as soon as I open my mouth, they're like, who is this chick? I am a quirky person. I am very, I'm not easily palatable to a lot of people. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like a lot of people think I'm weird. It does. I don't take well to a lot of different people. Right. So it's okay. Socially awkward people. I promise you come, come, come home. It's okay. YouTube is the place for the socially awkward. Okay. YouTube is the home for the weirdos. YouTube is the place for all of us. We're all here. It's okay. And yes, the camera does capture all of that, but 
There's this beautiful tool called editing. You can edit it all in in post-production, so it's fine. The camera is going to catch a lot of your idiosyncrasies. Absolutely. Trust and believe I'm not ever going to like judge that. I promise you that it will. The camera catches me looking at myself. The camera will catch me looking up here. The camera will catch you like digging your ear or like doing nervous twitches. It's going to catch all of that. But I also think it also makes you a little bit more relatable. That's in my opinion. Um, I watch a lot of YouTubers and the ones that I gravitate towards are the weird people who aren't like polished and professional YouTubers. You know, I like the ones who kind of just say things and have lisps and, 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 and spit when they talk. And, you know, there's weird stuff. Like I'm, I gravitate towards those people because they're not afraid to show their flaws and share, showcase their authentic selves to the world. So that I would say is going to be your strength, right? That's going to be the thing that actually propels you on YouTube. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't shy away from that to me. If, if, if it was me, I, I mean, if it was me, it is me. I ain't shying away from it. And I really don't think you should either. That's just me though. For those of you who are socially awkward because like you don't know what you're saying, I actually write scripts. It doesn't sound like it because I'll um my way to, to freedom, but I actually do write out like notes of what I'm going to talk about. And I do that so that I am making sense when I speak because I tend to like trail off of thought. I get easily distracted. A, a bunch of birds just flew by and I'm like, watching for what's happening because I think there's going to be a big old bird fight. Like, I don't know how to focus. So I'm not the type of person to go off the cuff. I'm probably never going to be the public speaker to just sit there. Like, I'm going to have to have note cards and stuff, like, to be on a panel, right? Because I'm just not the type of person who can handle being, um, like, you know, this. I, 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 I stumble. I stumble over my words. I trip over my words a lot. I circle talk um, and I scope shift. So don't worry about it. If that's the thing for you, just write your notes down, pay attention to those notes. And then in post-production, try to like edit out all those ums, edit out all those pauses, speak slowly and give yourself time to collect your thoughts. Because I'm like a person who thinks out loud. So I always tend to kind of say weird things. And then I realize, oh, I didn't mean to say it that way. I meant to say it this way. So I always I, I write better than I speak. So I always might try to write down what I'm trying to say so that I'm making sense in everything I convey. Right. Word to big word. You heard those bars. All right. All right. Holla at me, though. Anyway, for those of you who said you don't have the time. Yeah. Time is a big factor. You got to make sure that you are putting time aside for it. If you have a full-time job, I would, uh, you know, recording at night is probably going to be your best bet. If you have a full-time job and you have children and the children are interrupting the video, I get that. That's kind of sucky. So making the time to record is really difficult for you. Um, also because you don't want to make a lot of noise and you have to talk loud and all this other stuff. I get that. I am in a particular situation where I work from home I have a full, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I work from home and I am a part-time parent. Whereas my daughter is in school during the day. I pick her up after school, bing, bang, boom. So for me, I can make the time to do this because I actually have the time once, or if I go back to full-time, like, let's say I have to go back. Oh God. Let's say I have to go back to work and you know, I have my daughter with me. Then I'm going to have to move my recording at night to when she's asleep change the time when you can record, set a schedule, 
get a babysitter, whatever you need to do to get that out there, you can figure it out. Um, vlogging is also really helpful because that way, vlogging is a lot more informal. So you can sit in your car and have a little chit chat on your way to work or like get to work a little early and prop your camera up in your car and record there. The sound may not be good, but people are understanding of that because they understand that you're recording in your car. There are always different ways for you to post video for you to make the time for video. So trust and believe, especially if you're an entrepreneur, making time is a skill set that you've learned as a full-time entrepreneur or an entrepreneur at all. So you already know how to make time for your business. This is a part of your business. So figure out a way to make this work for your business. That's pretty much it. I haven't really seen any other questions. Those were the only two that got any responses from, um, from my YouTube questions, but I do hope I answered all of your questions and I do hope you enjoyed this YouTube uh, series. If you have any more questions on YouTube, obviously I will not hesitate to answer them for you. Don't forget to leave a comment below in this video. Let me know what you liked and disliked about this series. And of course, hit the thumbs up if you like this video and hit the notifications bell down below so that you can get notified for my videos every Tuesday and Friday. I do release all Brooklyn social entrepreneur videos on Fridays and I release all lifestyle vlogging um, and mommy vlogs and all those things on Tuesdays. So again, don't hesitate to hit me up and subscribe to my channel and spread love. It is the Brooklyn way. Bye.